I'm Alex Schwartz. I'm Nomi Fry. I'm Vincent Cunningham, and this is Critics at Large, a New Yorker podcast for the culturally curious. Each week, we're going to talk about a big idea that's showing up across the cultural landscape, and we'll trace it through all the mediums we love. Books, movies, television, music, art. And I always want to talk about celebrity gossip, too. Of course. We hope you'll join us for new episodes each Thursday. Follow Critics at Large today, wherever you get podcasts. This episode of Live Wire is brought to you by Progressive. Most of you aren't just listening right now. You're driving or cleaning, even exercising. But what if you could be saving money by switching to Progressive? Drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. And auto customers qualify for an average of seven discounts. Multitask right now. Quote today at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. Discounts not available in all states and situations. Hey there, it's Luke. As you've probably noticed the last few weeks, if you've been listening to the podcast, we are in the midst of the Livewire Fall member drive. And let me just start by saying a huge thanks to everyone who has donated so far. Uh, It's been really fun, actually, to get to see all the different places in the United States and really the world where we have people listening to Livewire. Um, If you have not yet signed up wherever you might be living or listening to Livewire, Uh, Let me just remind you that every single contribution really helps our show. We are kind of a unique operation in this radio and pod game. Uh, We don't have a radio station or some huge organization just like writing us a check every year that pays for everything. Uh, We have to do this through sheer scrappiness and the support of you, the listeners who enjoy Livewire. So if you listen to this show each week, if you feel like it adds some value to your life, We would love it if you would sign up as a member. It involves kicking us a few bucks every month, whatever you feel comfortable with. Uh, And as a thank you, we've got a pair of live wire socks that we will be sending your way. Uh, The member drive wraps on December 31st. So this is the last reminder you're going to hear from me on the podcast. You're welcome. But before we go, let me just tell you that you can go to livewireradio.org and sign up to be a member. It only takes a minute And, you know, the podcast is going to be here when you get back. So hit pause on whatever player you're using to hear my voice right now. Go to LiveWireRadio.org, sign up, kick us a couple bucks, get your free sweet, sweet socks, and uh, then come back and enjoy the rest of this episode with that kind of smug satisfaction that one feels when they know that they're listening to a radio show that they are essentially a part owner of. So thank you to everybody who's supported LiveWire so far, and thank you if you are about to. Now on with the show. Well, hey there, Livewire podcast listener. How are you? It's Luke. We know that 2017 has been quite the wild ride, and we wanted to thank you for riding along with us. And so we thought we would put together a little kind of quick, delicious bite from one of our recent shows that we think kind of encapsulates 2017 and the ride that it was. It is a game that we played with John Roderick and Ken Jennings a couple of weeks ago when we were recording at the Neptune Theater in Seattle. You've probably heard those names before. 
That is because John Roderick is the guy behind the band The Long Winters and a bunch of really cool podcasts. And Ken Jennings is like America's trivia darling to this day, one of the biggest winners ever on the history of Jeopardy. And these two folks have combined on a podcast called Omnibus, which is great. Uh, It's just out, and I highly recommend you go check it out. Uh, But when we had them on Livewire a few weeks ago, and we couldn't include this in the radio broadcast of the show for timing purposes, we decided that we wanted to talk about time capsules with them, because that's kind of what their show is. It's like a time capsule for the future. And so we wanted to get their opinions on what things from 2017 should make it into a time capsule. What do we really want to leave for future generations when they come and they try to understand this crazy year? Um, And so we went through the list with John and Ken, and we had a really fun time. And we just thought it would be kind of a nice way to to look back on the, the year that was 2017. So take a listen to this. It's John Roderick and Ken Jennings. All right, uh, John and Ken, uh, Omnibus is an audio time capsule, really. Um, And we were thinking that we would like to put together a little time capsule for 2017 uh, here at Livewire. Uh, But we don't have, like, a ton of room. So we thought you could help us narrow down this list of things that we think might encapsulate the year of 2017. So I'm going to list some things, and then it's up to the two of you to decide if they make it into the time capsule or not. It's a little thing that we're calling Time Capsule Throwdown. Pretty good. I approve. I approve of it that. It got a nod between Kenjen and Roderick. As soon as I saw where it was going, I was yeah. very happy yeah, with that. I was too. All right. So... Uh, I, I got a list of things here. Uh, we got to see what makes it onto the time capsule and what doesn't. What, what's worth bringing into the future from 2017? The word bay. <laughs> Did that even make it into the year 2017? I'm still using Is it actively. A, I feel so, like it's in the 2016 time capsule. I feel like my obligation as a middle-aged dad is to take words like bay and on fleek and use them a lot. <laughs> Because it really works as a kind of napalm of the culture, right? I can personally ruin a word like that. Right. Uh, you can and, give it its burn notice. But the, which, by the way, I think the term burn notice just got its burn notice by me <laughs> saying that. But the problem is, just like, I, just like saying dude back in 1986 turned into a lifelong habit of saying dude, I now say bay and on fleek all the time. <laughs> Ken Jen, does Bay make it into the time capsule from 2017? Uh, I also like to annoy my 14-year-old son with slang that he does not think is lit. What was your, what was your latest one? You hit, him, <laughs> you hit him with a good one the other day. You, you hit him with some slang where he just melted into a pool of shame. <laughs> I don't know, it might have been on fleek. I don't know. Like, he hates, he hates yeah. it, basically. No, I think once something like that has come, it can never go. All right, so Bay makes it under the time capsule. Bay is in. How about Kendall Jenner's extremely woke Pepsi commercial? <laughs> yeah, we should put the sign that said, join the conversation. <laughs> into the, do you remember That's, the sign? Of course, because uh, for those of you who missed it, uh, th- there was a Pepsi commercial that was out for like one day with one of the Kardashians, although she's technically a Jenner, uh, Kendall Jenner. And uh, it was supposed to be about her bringing together all these protesters, but they didn't want them to have real protest signs because that was too scary and edgy. So the signs were so benign. They were things like, 
join the conversation. Like people were rioting with signs that said join the conversation. Uh, no, that no, commercial. That does not make it in the time capsule. Okay, like we're still in 2017 and I don't even remember that commercial. Yeah, that, that seems like a 21 Jump Street uh, problem, <laughs> right? Where they wanted to do an episode on gangs, but they didn't want to incite gang violence, so the gangs all had yellow and green colors. <laughs> it's like the punks in Stranger Things 2. Yeah, punks in Stranger Things 2. Bear, bear no resemblance to actual anything. All right, so uh, Kendall Jenner's Pepsi commercial not making it into the time capsule from 2017. What about Melania's terrifying White House Christmas decorations? <laughs> Speaking of Stranger Things. Yeah, exactly. As I've joked often, someone leaves some egos behind one of those trees for Melania. <laughs> if you took everything in the last year that really like, looks like the apocalypse is, has arrived, like, all that stuff just feels very Nostradamus to me. If, if in 1991, somebody had read Nostradamus and said, the apocalypse will be heralded by a first lady who decorates... The, uh, White House the White House like, like the like Weird the, Slavic witchcraft. Yeah, the dead castle of, a, of the ice witch. <laughs> We'd all be like, ha, 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 Nostradamus, that'll never happen. If she starts offering Turkish delight, I'm out. <laughs> wow, I didn't think that lion witch in the wardrobe joke would go over so well. How about this? Okay, so, uh, wait, is that, does it get in the time capsule or not? Just for, like, posterity? Is it... Is it I, I mean, I really... I, I don't, want to, I don't want to reward it, but I'm, like, creepily into it. <laughs> it's a, it, it was a thing that happened, and maybe we need to, you know, sort of, like, inform the future generations of the, what happened. The thing is, they are not making any attempt to pretend not to be evil at all. <laughs> I mean, he's going to come out one day in a, in a floor-length cape that's just, like, and it's, I'm going to, we're all going to be like, oh, all right, well, it's Wednesday. <laughs> <laughs> Like, never elect the guy who already has his own tower, you know? Right. Like, that's not, that's how, that's how you get the evil sorcerer. <laughs> Welcome to Back to the Future 2. Right, exactly. <laughs> All right. How about this? So, I, I, I'm going to take that as a yes. It makes it in. What's that? That one's in? Yeah, I okay, feel like we got, that's in. Uh, th the crowd that's a, feels official very scorekeeper down there. For the, for official the, scorekeeper the, Rhonda says it's definitely in. For the Saruman joke alone, I feel like that should be the... Yes, yeah. best, best thing. That's How about happened. this? A Casper mattress. <laughs> Bulky, hard well, to fit into the time capsule. But possibly our sponsor at yeah, some point. So um, we don't. I, wanna... I have a couple. Oh, yeah, right. I have a couple of podcasts uh, oh, right. already: Roderick on the Line and Roadwork, both of whom are sponsored by Casper mattresses. So definitely a Casper mattress. And there. as part of their sponsorship, they sent me two Casper mattresses. Which I just lounge on every night. How would you describe the bounce and sink of those Casper mattresses, John? Well, it's amazing as I, as I bounce uh, pouring the money that Casper mattresses has given me over the top of my head. So absolutely, not only do they belong in the time capsule, but they belong in everyone's home. Use the code Roderick for 20% off at checkout. Use the code Scrooge McDuck. <laughs> All right, how about this? So Casper mattresses in. How about an uncensored version of What Happened by Hillary Clinton? An uncensored version. That's a rarity. We all want it. Right. I mean, I don't want it in the time capsule. I want to read it. You know? like, <laughs> I don't want it buried for the fishmen. The thing is, I think, I think we all already have an uncensored version of it all in our own minds. Right? No, it's not like we failed to all know everything that was happening and that happened. Did the uncensored one actually have a question mark? 
<laughs> like, what happened? What, what happened? Was it an apostrophe after yes, what? Yes, that's one of the that's details of that one. So maybe you read it. We, we all read it quickly, although, Roderick, you're saying we don't need it because we all kind of have thought about it in our mind. And then we put it in the time capsule for future generations. By the way, um, Ken, you keep saying fish people. It feels like you think the fish are really going to come up in this game in like a thousand years. Is that, is that your running theory about who it is that will be here when we're all gone? I guess I like the idea of fish people because the idea of cockroaches listening to my podcast kind of creeps me out. Like fish people, they're, they're beautiful. You know, they might look like uh, Nemo and uh, the, the... Dory. Dory, the one that can't remember stuff like I just couldn't. Uh, they might be beautiful. They might have domed undersea cities. What's, what's the downside? They wouldn't need a dome. They're fish people. <laughs> so, we don't, we so, don't know. We're not so, clear on so which, you, which breathing apparatus they inherited. You're saying that the fish people evolve until they become people and have to build domes under the sea <laughs> to survive? What if Wouldn't they, they just fins? become people? What if they have fins but no lungs? They're, you're thinking they've, they're fish that have become people. These are people that have actually inherited some characteristics of fish. They're, they're going to be on future post-apocalypse or if they're going to have to breathe fire. Oh, that's, that's a fair point. They're going to have to breathe chlorofluorocarbons and leaded yeah. gas. Yeah. You have just literally listened to an episode of Omnibus. <laughs> John Roderick, Ken Jennings, the podcast is Omnibus. Thank you so much, you guys. All right, so that's going to do it for our mini end-of-year episode of the LiveWire podcast. We are hoping that 2018 uh, provides, you know, less dark comedic material, right? Well, we can hope. Thank you so much for listening to the show. Hope you have a great and happy new year, and we will be back very soon with more new episodes of LiveWire. So we'll see you then. PRI Public Radio International. Dear Livewire, when we first met, I was really shy. I had no idea we'd spend so much time together or that you'd be one to fill my heart with, with joy and make me want to be a better person. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't know you were here. I was busy reading a review from one of our many, many rapturously smitten listeners. Oh, wait, actually, no, sorry. This is from Elena. Anyway, the point is, uh, it would be really helpful if you wanted to leave us a review Feel free to say really nice things about us, and uh, we'll even read them now and then on the show. So you might hear your review of Livewire read on the program itself. Uh, reviews help other people hear about the show, and then we can keep doing this for a long, long time, because we love having this job. Uh, thank you so much if you've left a review, and if you're about to leave a review, you can go ahead and do it right where you get the podcast.